Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 220 of our journey. Isaiah concludes today with a declaration of victory. God's people serve Him, but all the good deeds we do are worthless rags compared to His glory. We are clay in His hands, and our good deeds are simply an outpouring of His labor in our lives. He will recognize those that seek Him. He will establish them in the new heavens and the new earth that He is creating. In His new home, there will be no more mourning or sadness, no more sickness or disaster. We will rejoice forevermore. Join me in Isaiah 63 through 66 and marvel at the new heaven and new earth that God is preparing for us. Isaiah 63 Who is this who comes from Edom, dressed in bright red, coming from Basra? Who is this one wearing royal attire, who marches confidently because of his great strength? It is I, the one who announces vindication and who is able to deliver. Why are your clothes red? Why do you look like someone who has stomped on grapes in a vat? I have stomped grapes in the winepress all by myself. No one from the nations joined me. I stomped on them in my anger. I trampled them down in my rage. Their juice splashed on my garments and stained all my clothes. For I looked forward to the day of vengeance, and then payback time arrived. I looked, but there was no one to help. I was shocked because there was no one offering support. So my right arm accomplished deliverance. My raging anger drove me on. I trampled nations in my anger. I made them drunk in my rage. I splashed their blood on the ground. I will tell of the faithful acts of the Lord, of the Lord's praiseworthy deeds. I will tell about all the Lord did for us, the many good things he did for the family of Israel because of his compassion and great faithfulness. He said, Certainly they will be my people, children who are not disloyal. He became their deliverer. Through all that they suffered, he suffered too. The messenger sent from his very presence delivered them. In his love and mercy, he protected them. He lifted them up and carried them throughout ancient times. But they rebelled and offended his Holy Spirit. So he turned into an enemy and fought against them. His people remembered the ancient times. Where is the one who brought them up out of the sea, along with the shepherd of his flock? Where is the one who placed his Holy Spirit among them, the one who made his majestic power available to Moses, who divided the water before them, gaining for himself a lasting reputation, who led them through the deep water? Like a horse running through the wilderness, they did not stumble. Like an animal that goes down into a valley to graze, so the Spirit of the Lord granted them rest. In this way, you guided your people, gaining for yourself an honored reputation. Look down from heaven and take notice, from your holy, majestic palace. Where are your zeal and power? Do not hold back your tender compassion, for you are our Father, though Abraham does not know us and Israel does not recognize us. 
You, Lord, are our Father. You have been called our protector from ancient times. Why, Lord, do you make us stray from your ways and make our minds stubborn so that we do not obey you? Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes of your inheritance. For a short time, your special nation possessed a land, but then our adversaries knocked down your holy sanctuary. We existed from ancient times, but you did not rule over them. They were not your subjects. Isaiah 64. If only you would tear apart the sky and come down. The mountains would tremble before you, as when fire ignites dry wood or fire makes water boil. Let your adversaries know who you are, and may the nations shake at your presence. When you performed awesome deeds that took us by surprise, you came down, and the mountains trembled before you. Since ancient times, no one has heard or perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you, who intervenes for those who wait for him. You assist those who delight in doing what is right, who observe your commandments. Look, you were angry because we violated them continually. How then can we be saved? We are all like one who is unclean. All our so-called righteous acts are like a menstrual rag in your sight. We all wither like a leaf. Our sins carry us away like the wind. No one invokes your name or makes an effort to take hold of you. For you have rejected us and handed us over to our own sins. Yet, Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you are our potter. We are all the product of your labor. Lord, do not be too angry. Do not hold our sins against us continually. Take a good look at your people, at all of us. Your chosen cities have become a wilderness. Zion has become a wilderness. Jerusalem, a desolate ruin. Our holy temple, our pride and joy, the place where our ancestors praised you, has been burned with fire. All our prized possessions have been destroyed. In light of all this, how can you still hold back, Lord? How can you be silent and continue to humiliate us? Isaiah 65. I made myself available to those who did not ask for me. I appeared to those who did not look for me. I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation that did not invoke my name. I spread out my hands all day long to my rebellious people who lived in a way that is morally unacceptable and who did what they desired. These people continually and blatantly offend me as they sacrifice in their sacred orchards and burn incense on brick altars. They sit among the tombs and keep watch all night long. They eat pork and broth from unclean sacrificial meat is in their pans. They say, keep to yourself, don't get near me, for I am holier than you. These people are like smoke in my nostrils, like a fire that keeps burning all day long. Look, I have decreed, I will not keep silent, but will pay them back. I will pay them back exactly what they deserve, for your sins and your ancestors' sins, says the Lord. Because they burned incense on the mountains and offended me on the hills, I will punish them in full measure. This is what the Lord says. When juice is discovered in a cluster of grapes, someone says, don't destroy it, 
for it contains juice. So I will do for the sake of my servants. I will not destroy everyone. I will bring forth descendants from Jacob and from Judah people to take possession of my mountains. My chosen ones will take possession of the land. My servants will live there. Sharon will become a pasture for sheep and the valley of Accor, a place where cattle graze. They will belong to my people who seek me. But as for you who abandon the Lord and forget about worshiping at my holy mountain, who prepare a feast for the God called Fortune and fill up wine jugs for the God called Destiny, I predestine you to die by the sword. All of you will kneel down at the slaughtering block because I called to you and you did not respond. I spoke and you did not listen. You did evil before me. You chose to do what displeases me. So this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, my servants will eat, but you will be hungry. Look, my servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. Look, my servants will rejoice, but you will be humiliated. Look, my servants will shout for joy as happiness fills their hearts, but you will cry out as sorrow fills your hearts. You will wail because your spirits will be crushed. Your names will live on in the curse formulas of my chosen ones. The sovereign Lord will kill you, but he will give his servants another name. Whoever pronounces a blessing in the earth will do so in the name of the faithful God. Whoever makes an oath in the earth will do so in the name of the faithful God. For past problems will be forgotten. I will no longer think about them. For look, I am ready to create new heavens and a new earth. The former ones will not be remembered. No one will think about them anymore. But be happy and rejoice forevermore over what I am about to create. For look, I am ready to create Jerusalem to be a source of joy and her people to be a source of happiness. Jerusalem will bring me joy, and my people will bring me happiness. The sound of weeping or cries of sorrow will never be heard in her again. Never again will one of her infants live just a few days, or an old man die before his time. Indeed, no one will die before the age of a hundred. Anyone who fails to reach the age of a hundred will be considered cursed. They will build their houses and live in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build a house only to have another live in it, or plant a vineyard only to have another eat its fruit. For my people will live as long as trees, and my chosen ones will enjoy to the fullest what they have produced. They will not work in vain or give birth to children that will experience disaster. For the Lord will bless their children and their descendants. Before they even call out, I will respond. While they are still speaking, I will hear. A wolf and a lamb will graze together. A lion, like an ox, will eat straw. And a snake's food will be dirt. They will no longer injure or destroy. On my entire royal mountain, says the Lord. Isaiah 66. This is what the Lord says. The heavens are my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where then is the house you will build for me? Where is the place where I will rest? My hand made them. That is how they came to be, says the Lord. I show special favor to the humble and contrite who respect what I have to say. The one who slaughters a bull also strikes down a man. 
The one who sacrifices a lamb also breaks a dog's neck. The one who presents an offering includes pig's blood with it. The one who offers incense also praises an idol. They have decided to behave this way. They enjoy these disgusting practices. So I will choose severe punishment for them. I will bring on them what they dread, because I called and no one responded. I spoke and they did not listen. They did evil before me. They chose to do what displeases me. Listen to the Lord's message, you who respect his word, your countrymen who hate you and exclude you, supposedly for the sake of my name. Say, may the Lord be glorified. Then we will witness your joy. But they will be put to shame. The sound of battle comes from the city. The sound comes from the temple. It is the sound of the Lord paying back his enemies. Before she goes into labor, she gives birth. Before her contractions begin, she delivers a boy. Who has ever heard of such a thing? Who has ever seen this? Can a country be brought forth in one day? Can a nation be born in a single moment? Yet as soon as Zion goes into labor, she gives birth to sons. Do I bring a baby to the birth opening and then not deliver it, asks the Lord? Or do I bring a baby to the point of delivery and then hold it back, asks your God? Be happy for Jerusalem and rejoice with her, all you who love her. Share in her great joy, all you who have mourned over her. For you will nurse from her satisfying breasts and be nourished. You will feed with joy from her milk-filled breasts. For this is what the Lord says. Look, I am ready to extend to her prosperity that will flow like a river. The riches of nations will flow into her like a stream that floods its banks. You will nurse from her breast and be carried at her side. You will play on her knees. As a mother consoles a child, so I will console you, and you will be consoled over Jerusalem. When you see this, you will be happy, and you will be revived. The Lord will reveal his power to his servants and his anger to his enemies. For look, the Lord comes with fire. His chariots come like a windstorm to reveal his raging anger his battle cry, and his flaming arrows. For the Lord judges all humanity with fire and his sword. The Lord will kill many. As for those who consecrate and ritually purify themselves so they can follow their leader and worship in the sacred orchards, those who eat the flesh of pigs and other disgusting creatures like mice, they will all be destroyed together, says the Lord. I hate their deeds and thoughts, so I am coming to gather all the nations and ethnic groups. They will come and witness my splendor. I will perform a mighty act among them, and then send some of those who remain to the nations, to Tarshish, Pul, Lud, known for its archers, Tubal, Javan, and to the distant coastlands that have not heard about me or seen my splendor. They will tell the nations of my splendor, they will bring back all your countrymen from all the nations as an offering to the Lord. They will bring them on horses, in chariots, in wagons, on mules, and on camels to my holy hill, Jerusalem, says the Lord. Just as the Israelites bring offerings to the Lord's temple in ritually pure containers, and I will choose some of them as priests and Levites, says the Lord. For just as the new heavens and the new earth I am about to make will remain standing before me, says the Lord, 
so your descendants and your name will remain. From one month to the next, and from one Sabbath to the next, all people will come to worship me, says the Lord. They will go out and observe the corpses of those who rebelled against me. For the maggots that eat them will not die, and the fire that consumes them will not die out. All people will find the sight abhorrent. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.